Hello guys, welcome to The Land, episode number 58. My Damn. name is Ian. <laughs> I'm Rob! <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Rob, man. So I should let you know. So, whenever I see that belly coming out of your out of your shirt, just let you know that you're you're getting fat. Please. If it ever happens. Anybody. Yes. Will it ever happen? I don't know. Let's see. Was no, fuck I like when you were younger, were you a little chubby? Uh, no, dude. I've always been fairly like yeah, average. Yeah. Skinny. Yeah. Not even like skinny fat. Mm-mm. Dang, man. Just like this. Bullshit. Eat like shit. Yeah. Your metabolism is like solid too you think it's good is it a struggle to eat healthy sometimes it's always a struggle i never eat healthy (laughs) i'm surprised by bo's metabolism the most yeah because def devin definitely has a little a little belly going on but bo is like still thin razor thin (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) If anything, the only thing I'm scared of is balding. It's my dad. Oh, uh, yeah. I think it it fits you, though. God damn it. <laughs> I mean, you already have, like, a buzz, like a... Yeah, so I think it it's good enough, you know? But I'm scared of that, too. Like, I hate when people hold on to, like, this hair, mm-hmm. and then they have, like, a few hairs up top, right? And it's just like, why don't you just shave that off? Just go bald, you know? Go Andrew Tate on them, you know? Top G. <laughs> Top G. Um, Let me start yeah. it off with this, bro. Let me yeah, start go, ahead, go ahead. Argentina, bro. <laughs> Let's fucking go. What was the final score? It was 3-0. Damn, against yes. Croatia. Croatia. Wow. The team who... What's up? Go ahead. Sorry, sorry. Go ahead. Coming from Croatia, like they're the team to beat whoever the fuck is in the semifinals, you know? Yeah. Like yeah, last yeah. time they took out England and shit. That was mm-hmm. big. You think yep. uh, Morocco can pull through? Absolutely. I you see the you saw the girl that made fun of Ronaldo? Yeah, dude. There's so much hate towards that girl. Yeah. I don't I hate that. That's the worst, man. These Poor ass Ronaldo fans can't take a little bit of trash <laughs> talk from a ten year old girl. Yeah, <laughs> I just hope that she's not like bullied. Yeah, dude. Real especially yeah. Gotta be or yeah, hopefully not. That was hella funny though. I like a trash talker. It's good trash talk. Yeah, and me being a Messi fan too. It's like, oh, where's Ronaldo, bro? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, we will talk. I think this whole podcast will be full of UFC. I don't think we have room for anything else. Not that much, at least. Um, let's get into UFC 282. Just happened last Saturday. This past I'm Saturday, so, I guess. I'm so invested in this one thing in that card. Go ahead. 
we'll, we'll get to it. But uh, we'll get to it. Okay. Um. Okay. We'll talk about Raul first, since mm-hmm. that one. Uh, when you trash talk an eighteen-year-old, it's like, and it's not even like funny, like back and forth banter. Mm-hmm. Jay Perrin was straight up like trying to destroy this kid's dream, right? And, like, and for trying what? to put him into a reality check, mm-hmm. yeah. And for what? Like, what's the point? It's a yeah. The entire time I'm like, sorry. Um, Go ahead. The entire time I'm like, dude, what are you so mad for? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go there and perform, man. Do your thing. But... <laughs> if there's ever a time for you to like trash talk a fight, why do you pick this one? Right. But that dude is—he's killer. I didn't. I I'm still astonished by his strength that he has at 18. Mm-hmm. His strength is crazy. He looked a little thinner in this fight, which probably helped too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Main card, uh, Ilya Toporia destroys Bryce Mitchell. I never would have guessed that to happen. Not like that. That was, was a lot. That was a lot to take in, bro. I was very high on Mitchell. Um, Me too. I put, I don't know, like six bucks. I always just do like $2 bets here and there. But I put $2 on Mitchell just winning straight up. $2 on Mitchell winning by submission. Only because he was an underdog. Usually, mm-hmm. I for whatever reason, I don't bet on favorites. Just because I want, you know, extra money. But I thought, I really thought Mitchell had a chance at least. I'm a, I'm a big fan of Taporia too. But I just thought Mitchell was a little bit ahead of Taporia. Yeah, I, I thought he, I thought Mitchell would come out to be the more durable fighter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that really wasn't the case, dude. Like, yeah. Ilya came in hot just his pace his yeah. strength it's so scary yeah. it's his so striking scary. is great. yeah i didn't expect it i really did not mm-hmm. and a lot of people are saying that bryce needs to like find an actual gym actual coaches um we'll see that's not that's bryce's style yeah it's a weird statement i mean that's a weird thing to say after he all the success he's had yeah you know? Yeah, yeah, all yeah. of a sudden he loses one fight to fuck. He's an elite fucking striker, dude. And uh, yeah, yeah, that's, that's a dumb one. <laughs> <laughs> um, Darren Till, we talk. We're gonna talk about the whole card, the whole main card. At least. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Okay. Um, Drakus Duplessis defeats Darren Till in <laughs> what was named the fight of the night. Interesting. Interesting. But uh. What are your thoughts on Darren Till? Um, I didn't like what I saw. I mean, that second round was exciting, but the way it ended, it's like I don't know if you're you're even fit to fight the top ten right now, dude. Yeah, he did. Was this middleweight? He's usually uh, welterweight, right? Uh, it's like he'll go back and forth. Oh, he goes back and forth. Which can't be good either. (laughs) It was hella sad watching Darren Till like not able to defend a takedown mm-hmm. and you kind of you kind of assume that when he was hanging out with hamzat they're wrestling you know that's what i thought about the whole time iron sharpens iron yeah yeah i don't understand maybe they're just purely having fun mm-hmm. you know they were and honestly like duplessis was he was gassing out a little bit yeah yeah 
he darn till got out of like the 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 takedown and then you could tell Drakus was just gassed mm-hmm. from the amount of like strikes he was throwing that out. was a lot of strikes on the ground and yeah he got up he could barely hold his hands up you know? yeah yeah he's a big dude yeah he's, he's a very big dude and I thought I really liked Darren Till's um, one two. That was yeah. Money. That's always been my favorite from yeah, man. Socks, huh? Yeah, yeah. I he does carry a little bit too much weight in uh middleweight. He's definitely not at his like peak fitness at middleweight. Mm-hmm. He needs to make that move to welterweight or stay at welterweight, I guess. Um, my boy Santiago Ponzinibbio. <laughs> um, surprisingly, I I almost stopped watching that fight. Um, because it wasn't a whole lot of craziness going on, but the dude finished Alex Morono in like a gnarly, gnarly punch. Two punches, I guess. Yeah, I'd even look up if it broke his jaw. Oh yeah, I don't think we saw anything yet. Yeah. I mean, the slow-mo looked like it, but, dude, yeah, Ponzinibbio was losing that fight. He couldn't yeah. he couldn't figure Morono out. Like, yeah. they said in the commentary, too, he was training for a southpaw. Yeah. That's always a weird thing about, like, people who agreed to two-week notice fights. Not even two weeks. This was probably, like, a week notice. Yeah. But it's, it's super hit or miss, and it's really dangerous because you don't know exactly who you're fighting, you know? Mm-hmm. At that point, that fighter's just looking to fucking fight because they've been training for months. You know? Yeah. Yeah, but, I would assume that, like, people that take short-notice fights, they truly believe in what they're best at. And that's how they have to fight their opponent is just what they do best instead of making this whole game plan for the fight, you know, yeah. with a proper camp. Well, hey, another one for Argentina. <laughs> And then we got the co-main event. Patty Pimblett defeats Jared Gordon. Unanimous 29-28. Before what are your we get to it, let, let's go into what the fuck's been going on. Okay. Go ahead. With the go whole ahead. shit with Helwani, Dana, and Patty. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, I wish these guys would just squash it. Mm. Because it's in a way, it's kind of ruining Patty's reputation right now. Oh, uh-huh. Especially around the people that he's with, like these barstool dudes, like it's just <clears throat> yeah, I don't like barstool. They're just in their own world over there, but it's yeah. like fuck. I wish they would stay away from guys like Patty because Patty's such a likable fighter, dude. Right. But um, his I I think it's not entirely Patty, but it's his manager Graham mm-hmm. Boylan, who has I guess he's had a dispute with Ariel before. Yeah. And so for like for Patty to claim that Helwani was trying to get him to not go to another interview and do his, you know, receive no payment and stuff like that, that should not be, that shouldn't be the way to go because I, I personally feel like being on with Helwani is just as big as being booked on like the main card of the UFC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's huge, dude. I agree. And like a guy like Helwan, he doesn't he doesn't lie, dude. He has receipts. He'll he'll hit you with facts. Yeah, and that's what's happening right now. Mm-hmm. He's the goat. <laughs> He's it's the definitely, best yeah. 
I I could see it on both sides of like the um the voicemail that the manager left Ariel, how he was like I mean, these are paid obligations that Patty has to go to. Mm-hmm. So I can see it like if like he can't cancel whatever Patty has to go to. So um I feel like Ariel took it the wrong way of like I'm not going to fucking pay you to be on my show. Like mm. just off of like um notoriety alone I can like you know promote you as a fighter. But I also I 100% agree that like it was just a bad take from Patty attacking Ariel. And then especially with Dana being part of the podcast that one was weird too because it's like he's basically just kissing dana's ass you know yeah and for those that have been watching ufc for a decade like you know how it works over there yeah yeah he even he even says he's the cash cow yeah that's just how it goes i mean look what happened when he got the decision he didn't even he was nothing like oh that was a close fight it was like no he now he has to stay as this character yeah Mm -hmm. it's kind of similar to sugar but sugar wasn't Sugar won. I thought he won that fight. Mm-hmm. Okay, Patty didn't win that fight. Yeah, he didn't. Yeah. Even I mean, with Sean O'Malley too in the post-fight interview, he wasn't all cocky about. Yeah, yeah I for sure won that fight. Mm-hmm. I don't know yeah. why the decision should be unanimous because I won. He was like I don't know. I got to go back and watch it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He was like, I got to take some time off. That motherfucker destroyed me. You know. Mm-hmm. So. It's it's. So interesting that Dana is riding heavy on Patty because every actual MMA fan knows that Patty cannot fight top 15 competition. Yeah. Especially in the lightweight division. Yeah. I mean, I, I do agree on what uh, a little bit of what Matt Brown said today. Yeah. He's like, if he gets moved up, which I, I highly believe he will, <laughs> he's going to have problems up there. Yeah, if he's having if he's having problems with Jared Gordon, Jared Gordon, <laughs> I'm not I'm not talking shit on Jared, but like, dude, Jared Jared fought a great fight. He fought great defensively. Yeah, I thought he won the first and third round. He did great, mm-hmm. but Patty, I don't know. It's gonna be it's gonna be hard for him. Yeah, and then the whole thing with like Toporia and Patty's history too, where people want to see that fight. Yeah. It's just easily a one sided beatdown. Mm-hmm. And I think that obviously Dana has said in the post-fight interview or post-fight conference that um, he doesn't see that fight happening because he knows that Toporia is levels ahead of him. But an excuse can be made that Toporia is now fighting at featherweight. And although Toporia has fought at lightweight, um, and although Patty has fight, uh, fought at featherweight as well, um, they're just going to make like, oh, they're not in the same class, so it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. So, I don't know, man. Patty as a cash cow is very weird because he's not at all like Conor McGregor coming up, you know? Right. On O'Malley, even. Mm-hmm. Like, he's been tested twice, you know? Yep. Pretty much. I don't get it, man. I just don't. Yeah, that last fight with Jordan Levitt and this one just exposed the shit out of Patty. Yeah. And he even got rocked in, like, I don't know, his second fight in the UFC. Mm-hmm. So 
I don't know. I really don't know what's yeah. going on with Dana <laughs> deciding to make Patty some. And the the amount of social media that Patty has been in for the past week coming up to the fight, mm-hmm. and I saw like close to zero on Yan and Magomed is crazy. Yeah, crazy. Just if if you're listening to this, you don't believe us, go watch Embedded. Just go watch that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Every single thumbnail is Patty. You know, it's fucking crazy. It's crazy. Even the way they ordered this this card, like. Bryce Mitchell, Ilya Teporia is my co-main event. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of people's co-main, but that should have been. Oh my god, that was violent as fuck, dude. Yeah, man, the way he tossed around Bryce is crazy. Yeah, that's the scariest shit. It's like, fuck, dude. It's like it's like a black belt just rolling with a white belt. <laughs> um, anything else on Patty? That's it, dude. <laughs> That's not the um, whole Always holding his own, dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jan Blakovich versus Magomed Ankalaev ends up in a draw. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm fine with the draw. Yeah, I think it makes sense. Um, it was a very close fight. Yeah, I have to rewatch it. I have to watch that first round. The first round, I was like completely. You could give it to both of them, you know. Mm-hmm. But the leg kicks by Jan were disgusting. Never expected that. But the way Magomed was like able to adapt to it, he was lifting the leg instead of checking it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then just what fourth and fifth round was all Magomed with the takedown. Yeah. Kept switching stances so he wouldn't kick that leg, but he ended up fucking up the other leg too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, goddamn, that was a close fight. Um, what, what did you? Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh. Um, well, I was going to get into Joe Rogan. So if there's anything else you want to talk about with the fight itself. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> so I thought that Joe Rogan kind of pushed it a little bit too much with the interviews. Mm. I feel like Jan was very, he's probably concussed a little bit. His yeah. head hurts. Yeah. And Jan was, or Joe was just pushing, like, why do you think you won? Why do you yeah. think you lost? Right. What happened? And Jan, like, the whole time he was like, I, I have to rewatch it. I don't know. Like, my head's hurting. Plus, it's like English is not his first language. Yeah. So he has to, like, translate in his head what he wants to say. He has to understand what Joe's saying. So I thought that was weird. And then Joe talking to Magomed. Mongolmed's like, where's my belt? Where's my belt? You know, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Yeah. It just felt weird from Joe's side. And he was like, Jan, you, you think he should have the belt? I agree. And it's like, fuck. Yeah. Man. I mean, that's why there is <laughs> there are memes about Rogan and shit. Yeah. Yeah. Because he yeah, he's had some bad interviews. This isn't the first bad fucking yeah. take, but uh I don't know. Maybe it's he's just trying to get the most out of them before we before they leave. I don't know. Yeah. I, I get it though. Mm-hmm. Um, talking about Joe Rogan too. We we can go back to Patty actually. <laughs> the reaction on Dana and Joe's face, yeah, should tell you what the fuck is going on. Dude. Totally different, right? That's it. Yeah, the two two best friends. Go look at their reactions, dude. And even like with Dana being next to Dave Portnoy yeah. and his friend, and like as soon as he hears 
winner by decision, Patty Pimblet. It's like Dana's like, you guys are good. Like, don't worry about it. We got it. It was just so weird, man. It's so crazy. I don't. I don't think I've ever been so invested in a fucking decision, dude. <laughs> yeah. Like I thought, um, Reyes and Jones was bad, but this was fucking. Mm. This was bad too. One of the worst. Um. What do you think about? Like after the round, judges, uh, fighters should see who won that round. Do I think they should see it, be able to see it, like up top in the, the screens and stuff? Yeah. Um, I think they should. Mm-hmm. If anything, that'll lead to a better fight. That's what I was thinking, right? It no. kind of pushes them a little bit harder. Mm-hmm. Um, the only reason why I don't like it is because I do like the element of surprise at the end. I'm like, holy shit, this person won. But... Yeah. I mean, if you're pushing, if it pushes the fighter for for a finish, then I'm all, I'm all for it, and I think Dana would be too. But I just really think there should be a larger pool of judges, like put in five judges. Yeah, I was about I to say about five, this a lot. Yeah, because you just get a bigger um headspace of who won the fight. You know, mm-hmm. it's like. <laughs> like commercials, like nine out of ten de- dentists recommend this toothpaste. You know, I don't know. That's a really bad take, but no, I just word. think there should be more judges. I don't know why there's only three, and I don't know why they can't discuss what makes points and what doesn't give you points. Yeah, I'm heated, bro. I'm heated <sighs> too. And it's like, dude, we've been talking about judging. Since the start. Every single time there's a bad call, yeah. Yeah. We have to bring it up. Nothing's been done. These judges don't even fucking work for the UFC. They don't care. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Um, But I saw that Doug Crosby is under review. Mm. Um, I don't know. It's not for the Patty fight because another judge had it the same score as Doug Crosby. Mm -hmm. But it was for the Stotts versus Sabatello fight in Bellator. Oh, yes, that was the other one. That one was like a 50-45 for Sabatella, which is... Mm-hmm. I didn't f- watch the fight, but <laughs> crazy. <laughs> it's so crazy. And it's like, to the UFC is already in the spotlight with this whole James Cross situation. Oh, yeah. And now you have problems with the judging. Like, yeah, you're just adding to this fucking problem. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous, man. Yeah, and it doesn't help that Dana was fine with the judges cards you know man man Brittany Griner though (laughs) (laughs) um there's one more thing I wanted to say about the fight oh um Dana announced at the post fight conference that there's a new main event for 283 I love it Jamal John Mahal Hill yep. versus Clover Teixeira. <laughs> and then you did you see like the live reaction from Anthony Smith? Because he was supposed to fight Hill. Yeah, I saw that. He looked like he looked defeated. He looked very yeah, he looked very defeated. But what do you think? What do you think about that? Um I just think it's interesting how Dana always changes his mind. Yeah. 
He, I will never make a fight after an event. Yeah, yeah. I don't think women will ever fight in the UFC. Yeah. You know? Well, what's next? What the yeah. fuck is next, dude? <laughs> God damn it. I mean, I like the fight. I like Jamal Hill. I I, I don't think he's fought Glover before. Mm-mm. Um, that was probably a big surprise to him. Yeah, I saw the Anthony Smith video, but I don't know what else to say besides, like, Anthony has... He's had his chances too. Yeah. You know? Um, I don't know, man. That feels weird to me because it kind of robs Jan and Mangomed for all their hard work. Yes. Um, but it also, like, Glover didn't want to take the fight versus um, Mangomed or Jan. So that was kind of weird. Weird for for Glover to take a fight because he's not prepared for that, you know? Mm-hmm. Plus, at his age, he mentioned at his age, like, I have to make sure I plan this out carefully. But it's cool. I, I'm i sure they have to do Jan versus Magomed again before Yuri gets healthy again. Um, And then just have the winner of Teixeira versus Hill fight the winner of Magomed versus Jan. Hopefully this all happens within the first six months of next year. And then Yuri fights that person, you know? Mm-hmm. So in a way it's kind of it's kind of them trying to build up the two oh five division yeah. again, you know? I like that too. Cause I was heavily like not a fan of two oh five until Yuri versus Glover happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um it's cool. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> Rio, Rio de Janeiro. Rio, back to Rio. Um, let's talk about UFC Fight Night. Cannoneer versus Strickland. Love that fight. Um, one of the fights I want to talk about: Jake Matthews versus Matthew Semmelsberger. Not too familiar with Matthew Semmelsberger, but Jake Matthews is a killer. So I'm gonna go for him. Um, but we'll talk about Judober versus Bobby Green. <laughs> that one should be really fun. Yeah, I'm excited for that. And I hate Drew Dober's hair, man. <laughs> right, it's off, huh? I mean, if, I guess it goes with this fucking square head, dude. It's square as head, right? <laughs> it has a jawline for days. Um. Yeah, I like that fight. It's gonna be a stand-up fight. It's gonna be some shit talking, especially from Bobby. Um, I gotta go with Bobby, bro. Bobby, yeah. yeah. I was gonna go with Bobby as well. Um, Amir Albazi versus Alessandro Costa in the flyweight division. He, Amir was supposed to fight um Royvel. That would have been fun. Mm-hmm. I was pumped for that one, but. Unfortunately, it can't happen. Um, I'm not, I'm not familiar with these guys, but I like flyweight, so of course I'll watch it. I got a mirror. <laughs> I can't even um, see Alessandro, bro. Arman Sarukian versus Damir Ismagulov. Damn, that one will be a wrestler's dream. <laughs> um, I'm going for Arman though. Mm-hmm. He had exactly. a gnarly ass fight with Gamrot. 
and he wants he wants that victory back. So hungry. Yeah. We'll go Armand. And then main event, Jared Cannonier versus Sean Strickland. Ooh. Number, four, number seven, I believe. God damn, dude. Do you think Sean will just do what he does still? Just to stand and brawl? Yeah. Shit talking? I think so. Pushing. Pushing the pace. I yeah. I think so. And it's gonna be at the Apex too. So these are Ooh, small cage. These are yeah, small cage. These guys have long reach, dude, for middleweights. Yeah. Long dudes. Um I don't really see this going to the ground either. Yeah. This this could go either way, man. Both guys have been they've been doing good, but also been having their little downfalls. So yeah. I mean, they're both hungry to get back up there. Especially because uh, Peloton's champ, so right. Um, I like Cannonier for this one. Yeah. Um, this one's a little hard. It's really uh, hard. Um, if Sean actually doesn't learn his lesson, <laughs> I'm like keeping his hands up, you know. But I mean, of course, it's Peloton, you know, so it's a little bit different. But I mean, Jared Cannonier has the strength to finish it. Um. I'm just I'm anxious about what Jared's gonna do with the pressure. But we'll see. Mm-hmm. Um I'm also gonna go for Jared Kinnanier as well. But for the sake of like the trash talk, I'd love to see Sean Strickland versus Izzy or Alex. True. Um gonna be a good one. Um any UFC news, MMA news? Um. Oh, Kamaru, you heard about the Kamaru thing? What's going on? Um. So apparently, Stephen Thompson said that Kamaru might not. Oh yes. Yeah. Um. And then it's fake news that Mossy Doll was the replacement. I think Wonder Boy was just saying that that could be a possibility, especially with the beef between Leon and uh, Kamaru. True. But. I'm guessing they might have hit up Thompson for be like, hey, you want this fight since he came off of that that victory, but I hope he's not injured. I hope not. And if he is, I, I hope it's not George. Yeah. You know? I'm low-key fine if it is George because of the beef, but he also does not deserve it at all. Yeah, you know? yeah that's Let's see. Steven Thompson, Hamzad. he's the guy. <laughs> oh, I guess it'd be Bilal, huh? It would be Bilal. Bilal, Colby, Hamza, Gilbert, Steven Thompson. Six. Yeah, if we're really looking at who deserves it the most, it, it's Bilal. It's Bilal. Your homeboy, man. Bilal. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> Montana! <laughs> Would you you blame you blame uh, <laughs> you blame Jared uh, losing because of Bilal? Not losing, but you blame the fight like that because of Bilal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like straight up brothers. <laughs> Jared had a good fight, man. And yeah. honestly, we wouldn't talk about fucking Chris Curtis, dude. He oh yeah, him and Jared Gordon, bro, just fought so great defensively too. Mm. 
You know, patient, patient. Waiting for them to come in. That mm. fucking hook. Both guys were fucking landing, dude. Yeah. Chris Curtis was... Um, I like that he trains with Sean Strickland. Mm-hmm. They're kind of like going back and forth a little bit of like just teaching each other stuff, you know? Yeah. But Chris Curtis was like... Well, Buckley was super like active, and I was like, damn, dude. Yeah. Um, If he can keep this up, he's going to catch Chris. Mm-hmm. Lo and behold... Buckley throws what it was a head kick. It was a head kick at the most awkward angle, dude. Yeah, no. Curtis caught it, which is funny because like Buckley's like biggest highlight is catching the head kick and then doing his own spinning yeah. back kick or whatever, right? But man, Chris Curtis, I think he was like the only underdog too that won that whole card. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, fuck that. Yeah, that training with Strickland just it's a big help working out, and I hope. Curtis's performance really sent a message to Sean, like, put your fucking hands up. Yeah, yeah. Dude. Yeah, even Curtis. God, Buckley was throwing bombs, dude. Yeah. He's just that guy. And it surprised me that he even kept that pace towards the second round. Right. Mm -hmm. Fuck, man. Buckley's a big-ass dude. He's big, and he wants to go down to welterweights, bro. What? Yeah. Damn. Said he's down to fight George. So Masvidal wants to fight. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Buckley's the guy. Damn, man. I don't know. That's scary. He is a smaller middleweight, though, which kind of yes. sucks. Absolutely. Yeah. There are those fighters that are stuck in between weights. Yeah. He's like a little taller than me. I'm not that tall, bro. Dang. But well, he's like, you're, <laughs> yeah. you're like what five nine? Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, you're five eight. You're five. <laughs> no, I think you're like five nine. But I mean, you're how much do you weigh? One eighty. One eighty. That look nothing like Buckley, dude. It's yeah, so yeah. Crazy. <laughs> it's so crazy. Yeah. Um, so I was going to hold this until like the end of this next card, but everyone's pushing out their five of the years and all that shit. So without further ado, we are going to give out the land rewards, <laughs> awards. Um, who, let's start off with, um, our next prospect. Prospect years. Um, prospect, who are you most excited to see come up in 2023? You can name a few if you have a few in mind. No, I got one guy. And we just saw him fight. Mm. It's Ilya. It's Ilya Taporia. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. His, that performance was fucking... It was... <laughs> it was just like stylistically like championship material. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Not to mention that he's now 13 and 0. Mm-hmm. Like he's going to be a fucking problem. Yeah. In the featherweight division. I like it. I like it. Yeah, especially in the featherweight against someone like Volk. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have a lot. I have four people. Oh. Um, <laughs> first up is shout out Mabob. I'm going to go with Javid Basharat. Mm-hmm. Um, super technical. 
Um, I believe he's bantamweight. I need to double check that. He might be flyweight, but David, David. I like how technical he is. Um, Carlos Olberg, mm-hmm. killing it. City kickboxing. Um, Great fucking team. Um, Joseph Quinlan. Mm-hmm. Shout out uh, New Hope Las Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> um, he, I have a little personal story. Not really. I never met him, but went to my church. He always had that one fight team shirt on too. So I was like, oh, this guy's, this guy's an MMA fighter. Okay, cool. <laughs> but he's so explosive. So I'm down yeah. to see more of him. And then for, for the culture, for the motherland, Tatsuro Taira. He's a super technical flyweight. And I'd love to see him. I think he has another fight coming up too in February. So shout out Tatsuro. Um, and the next submission of the year, who you got? Uh, I got Paul Craig. Oh, that triangle choke run against uh, Krylov. Yeah. Okay. I just yeah. love a fighter that's comfortable off his back. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, I mean, we've seen in previous fights that did, that didn't go his way. Yeah. <laughs> but the way he threw up that, like how aggressively he threw up that triangle. Yeah, and the way he's just like. That. He was eating punches, but he knew he had to eat those punches in order yeah, for it to happen. Just to get one good shot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that. Um, I'm going to go with Whaley Zhang versus Esparza. With the, it was like a rear naked choke, but in like a crucifix sort of position. Yeah. Oh, just never seen that before, you know? Oh, fucking brutal. And the squeeze that Whaley has is crazy. <laughs> I hope she stays champ for a while. Me too. And I hope Rose can make her way back and they have a rematch. Mm-hmm. That'd be dope. I like that. And I hope it's not a stoppage either. I hope it's just a back and forth. Yeah. Round. Great fight. Yeah. Um, I did has I did have Islam versus Oliveira solely because yeah. of it was Sambo versus BJJ. Mm-hmm. Will yeah. Will Oliver's BJJ overpower Charles or Islam's wrestling? So right, and there's no excuses in that matchup either. Exactly, yeah. It's not like someone's too old or this is overdue. It's like yeah. no, they, they were both. They're both in their prime. That was straight up the best, yeah. like the best fight this year. Well, no. best like um, stylistically, like just the whole build up for it. You know, yeah. best of the best versus best of the best. Um, we'll do knockout of the year. Knockout. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Go ahead. You go first, bro. You go first. <laughs> I think we might have the same, but I have oh, Leon. <laughs> Leon oh, Edwards versus Carl oh, Usman. Um, it was just it's the number one pound for pound champ, Kamar Usman, that was sailing to a fifty forty six decision victory. Mm-hmm. And then he fucked up. Bang, headshot, dead, pound for pound, what? One slip, dude. And it wasn't... The best part is that he kicked him in the head, he got knocked out, and Leon did not go for an extra punch. Mm-hmm. He walked off because he knew, you know? He, he felt it on... <laughs> he just felt yeah. that. So, you have something different? I thought you were going to go for him. No, I'm, I'm, I got a DJ, his knockout over Adrian. Oh, right, yeah, yeah. Eyes. yeah just for, yeah. for dj to come back 17 months later with a performance like that with a finish like that 
yeah, that's my knockout of the year, and I'm looking forward to their third fight. Yeah, so fast, huh? So fast, bro. I fucking love one. Isn't that going to be um, end of this? Is that end of this month? Am I tripping? No. Or is it early next year? It's early next year, and I think it's in, it's in the States. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Damn, man. Yeah, at, as soon as you text me, like, are we going to do all organizations that, that automatically popped up in my head? <laughs> um, fight of the year. Ooh. Um, go ahead. Who you got? So many. Um, Name them all. Oh, okay. You know, yeah. the whole world was expecting, you know, a lot of wrestling, some jujitsu, but we got the complete oh, opposite of that, bro. Yeah. It was just a stand and bang. This <laughs> guy gets dropped. Fucking Gilbert gets dropped. Gilbert spamming that overhand right. <laughs> yeah, dude, it's cheating, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Those guys fought their asses off. You know? Um, I am going with Yuri Prohaska versus Glover. I wish I was more invested in that fight before it happened because I would have been so much more like invested in it when it did happen. Yeah. But it was the ultimate like back and forth and back and forth and then Glover rocking him in the <laughs> fifth round or something. And yeah. then, like, you think you think Glover's going to piece him up, but he goes for a guillotine, falls down, fucks it up. Yuri gets it with the, the rear naked choke. That was a really, really good one. God damn. Um, but I did have, like, a few other ones. So I did want to mention uh, Paulo Costa versus Luke Rockhold. That one's more of, like, a brawl, you know? Mm-hmm. But... That was we were, so nasty. Yeah, we were all counting out Luke Rockhold. We thought <laughs> he'd get knocked out from the first touch of his chin, you know? Yeah. But, <clears throat> and then, last but not least, Fighter of the Year. Who you got? Fighter of the Year. I'm going to be very biased. I'm sorry, but... Marlon Chito Vera. Ooh, okay. Fighter of the Year. He's yeah. continuing to improve. He's fucking humble. You know, I mean, yeah, he talks his shit, but yeah. <laughs> you know, he's improving. He's he's continuing to challenge himself, and mm-hmm. I really hope they make that that sugar fight happen. That second yeah. fight, dude, mm-hmm. that'll be so good. Both guys have just kind of been on the same path since that last fight. Yeah, I love that too. Mm-hmm. Um, the fight with Rob Font. A lot of people forget about that fight with Rob Font, but man, I was there. I worked that night, dude. Oh my god. Yeah. That was rough. That was rough. Um, my fighter of the year, he has fought, I believe, three times this year. Um, and he destroyed any, everyone in his path. <laughs> his name is Alex Polatomajera. <laughs> ah! <laughs> um, I mean, that's like the biggest, like, talk about. <laughs> every single fight thrown at him yeah beating them and then he fights the biggest most dangerous middleweight in the world israel Adesanya, that no one can figure out mm-hmm. and he he literally put fear into izzy I, I feel it every time he pushed him up against the cage izzy did not want to be there you know yep that was definitely the game plan yeah. Oh, because yeah. every time he had Izzy on his back against the cage, that hook, it came at 
whatever angle he wanted. And yeah. it caught him every time. If only yeah. Izzy had a couple more seconds. We always want to think about that. But man, what a fight that one was. Yeah. Um, I mean, even him, like prior to that fight, you know, he knocked out his opponent, went straight to the audience and just studied. Yep. You know, that's the yeah, most badass man. shit ever, dude. Yeah, man. I'm excited for the rematch. Me too. Um, I love that it was back to back. It was Charles versus Islam, and then we had Alex versus Izzy. Of like, these are the best stylistically, the best matchups we have mm-hmm. been given. Um, did you have a card of the year? I did. It was um, it was two seventy six. Oh, two seven. Which one was that? That was Izzy and Kenanier. Oh, okay. I just feel like we saw, we got to see a lot of up and coming fighters prove themselves. Um, we had legends prove themselves. We saw Volk just completely destroy Max Holloway. Politon. Politon Effortless. Yeah. We had a great fight with Barbarina. So Barbarina kind of showed himself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sean O'Malley was doing great upon, you know, until that eye poke. Um, Jalen Turner beating Brad Riddell. Oh. Big one. Jim Miller showing the world that he can still compete. Oh, yeah. And then Duplessis just, you know. Good old Brad Tavares. Tavares, man. Duplessis got to show, you know, a little bit of his work too. But, yeah, but overall I thought that was just top to bottom. Just a great card. I like that. Um, My card of the year. Um, UFC 280 Oliveira versus Makachev from top to bottom it was like such a stat card and I was so scared of like it just being boring sometimes it just happens like that where on paper it sounds great but it just doesn't work out but we had Bilal Muhammad shock the world with his striking against Sean Brady um Main card we had Benil Dariush defeat Gamrot. I I was so heavy on Dariush winning. Me too. Um, I, still, I, still want, I want the best. I want the best for Dariush. <laughs> Sean O'Malley shocks the world, beating Peter Yan. Um, biggest test of his life, and he passed. Aljamain, unfortunately, the injury sucks, but it was still a good, still good. Um. And then, of course, Oliveira versus Islam. My heart was beating like crazy for that fight. I remember when I... Dude, I was watching that card while I was moving here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was in Palmdale watching that fucking Sean Brady fight. And I was like, God, thank God I have like internet right now. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it was a morning fight. I'm I'm digging the morning fights. Mm -hmm. Nice and relaxing. I fucked with it. I literally just parked my moving truck outside and I came inside and just fucking watched. Yeah. <laughs> um, what a great end of the year. Great year of fights. Um, a great year of fighting in general. Um, one of the best. I don't know. I mean, this is my first year of watching pretty much every single card live. So I was very fortunate for that. 
Um, but man, I love this sport. Me too. Every time I watch a good ass fight, I'm just like telling myself this sport is the best sport. It's the best ever. And you got these two fucking guys right here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then we got Diaz, man. Um, I think we can wrap it up. Um, did you have a anything else to add? Uh, did you want to talk about Liver King? No. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy that everyone got 50k for their finishes. Yeah, that was dope. That's dope. Mm-hmm. Merry Christmas. <laughs> um, song suggestion: Ghost in the Machine by SZA. Mm, I haven't. I've only listened to a few songs so far from that album. I like the Travis Scott one. Yeah, Travis was very like low key, like a nice rhythm with it. Mm-hmm. Um, she'll be here. She'll be here in March. She's gonna go to a forum. Yeah, man. She's not gonna be at fucking Vegas. Fucked up. Um, I am going and Omar Apollo. Nice, nice little one two right there. Anyways. I'm going to go. I thought I was going to venture out of Heroes and Villains, but <laughs> I'm still listening to it. It's such a good Me too. album. Me too. Uh, Feel the Fire featuring ASAP and Takeoff. Man. Dude, I'm so excited for ASAP, bro. Yeah, man. Just the the rhythm, the flow that he gives you. The rhythm and oh, his music God. videos, just like the... Yeah. Nostalgia feeling of his videos, bro. It's so sick. Yeah. It's an interesting style. And he's the only one that can do it, man. ASAP. ASAP. Um That is it. Uh, Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Happy holidays. Um thank you guys for watching. Oh, we're popping off on TikTok. Let me pull my phone. Let me show you. <laughs> <laughs> what we got? Um, I posted two like combo highlight reels videos, I should say. And they're doing numbers, man. We got 250,000 views on both of them. And we had a huge influx of followers. So we're doing it. Thanks. We're doing something. Dude, the power of TikTok is crazy, right? Like, Like What's I up? could post the same TikTok, YouTube short, and Instagram reel, and I'll get the most, like, the one that I'm, I like most is comments, because it creates, like, you know, it just creates talk. It creates a community. So yes. TikTok is always, like, that one platform that no one's really afraid to comment on, you know? So, beautiful. Beautiful. Hell yeah. All right. Yeah. Thank y'all for watching. Peace out. Peace out.